ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते Today we are reading from Shrimad Bhagavatam, Canto 6, Chapter number 3. Yamraj instructs his messengers, text number 20 to 21. Famous verse. Swayambhu Narada Shambhu Dvadashaite Vijani Mo Dharmam Bhagavatam Bataha Uyam Vishuddham Durbodham Yam Gyatvam Ritamashnute Vayam Purnaradashambhu Kumara Kapilomanu Adojanako Vishmo Balirvaya Sakirvayam Dvadash Sorry, Dvadashaite Vijanimo Dharmam Bhagavatam Vataha Vishuddham Durbodham Yam Gyatvam Ritamashnute Swayambur Naradashambu Kumara Kapilomanu Adojanako Vishmo Balirvaya Sakirvayam Vadashaite Vijanimo Dharmam Bhagavatam Vataha Uyam Vishuddham Durbodham Yam Gyatvam Ritamashnute Vayambhu Lord Brahma Narada The Great Saint Narada Shambhu Lord Shiva Kumara The Four Kumaras Kapila Lord Kapila Manu Swayam Bhuva Manu Praladaha Pralad Maharaj Janakaha Janak Maharaj Bhishma Grandfather Bhishma Bali Bali Maharaj Vayasaki Shukdev the son of Vyasdev Vayam Vi Dvadasha Twelve Ete These Vijanimaha No Dharmam Real religious principles Bhagavatam which teach a person how to love the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Bataha, O my dear servants, 
Very confidential. Vishuddham. Transcendental. Not contaminated by the modes, oh, sorry, not contaminated by the material modes of nature. Durbodham. Not easily understood. Yam. Which. Gyatva. Understanding. Amritam. Eternal life. Ashmate. He enjoys. Translation. Lord Brahma, Bhagavan Narad, Lord Shiva, the four Kumaras, Lord Kapila, the son of Devahuti, Swayam Bhuva Manu, Pralad Maharaj, Janaka Maharaj, Grandfather Bhishma, Bali Maharaj, Shukdev Goswami and I myself know the real religious principle. My dear servants, this transcendental religious principle, which is known as Bhagavad Dharma, or surrender unto the Supreme Lord and love for Him, is uncontaminated by the material modes of nature. It is very confidential and difficult for, for ordinary human beings to understand. But if by chance one fortunately understands it, he is immediately liberated and thus he returns home back to Godhead. Purport. In Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna refers to Bhagavad Dharma as the most confidential religious principle, Sarva Guhyatamam, Guhyad, Guhyataram. Lord Krishna says to Arjun, Because you are my very dear friend, I am explaining to you the most confidential religion. Sarva Dharman Parityaja, Mamikam Sharanam Raja. Give up all other duties and surrender unto me. One may ask, if this principle is rarely understood, what is the use of it? In answer, Yamraj states herein that this religious principle is understandable if one follows the parampara system of Lord Brahma, Lord Shiva, the four Kumaras and the other standard authorities. There are four lines of discipline succession, one from Lord Brahma, one from Lord Shiva, one from Lakshmi, the goddess of fortune, and one from the Kumaras. The disciplic succession from Lord Brahma is called the Brahma Sampradaya. The succession from Lord Shiva, Shambhu, is called the Rudra Sampradaya. The one from the goddess of fortune, Lakshmiji, is called the Shri Sampradaya. And one from the Kumaras is called the Kumara Sampradaya. One must take shelter of one of these four Sampradayas in order to understand the most confidential religious system. In the Padma Purana it is said, Sampradaya Vihinaye Mantraste Nishpala Mataha If one does not follow the four recognized disciplic successions, his mantra or initiation is useless. In the present day there are many upper sampradayas or sampradayas which are not bona fide, which have no link to authorities like Lord Brahma, Lord Shiva, the Kumaras or Lakshmi. People are misguided by such sampradayas. The Shastras say that being initiated in such a sampradaya is a useless waste of time, for it will never enable one to understand the real religious principles. Translation again, Lord Brahma, Bhagavan Narada, Lord Shiva, the four Kumaras, Lord Kapila, the son of Devahuti, Swayambhuva Manu, Prahlad Maharaj, Janaka Maharaj, 
Grandfather Bhishma, Bali Maharaj, Shukdev Goswami, and I myself know the real religious principle. My dear servants, this transcendental religious principle, which is known as Bhagavad Dharma, or surrender unto the Supreme Lord and love for Him, is uncontaminated by the material modes of nature. It is very confidential and difficult for ordinary human beings to understand. But if by chance one fortunately understands it, he is immediately liberated and thus he returns home back to Godhead. Om Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Yadvatakalda Shri Vasadi Gaur Bhaktavrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare That's great. So my notes haven't come through. The cloud has <laughs> let me down. Um, so here Yamaraj is speaking to his um, servants or the, or the messengers of Yamraj, who had gone to get Ajam into his court for, um, for judgment. But as you know the story, the fascinating pastime, that um, they were checked in their duties by the Vishnu Dutas, and thus they were unsuccessful. So now they've come, to, they've come back to their master Yamraj, and they're asking, how is it that your orders have been um, overcome? So they are confused and Yamraj is enlightening them. And here he is saying that um, in the previous verse it was said that religion can only be manufactured by God, by Krishna. No one else can enact the laws of religion. Even the laws of nature cannot be enacted by anyone. What to speak of um, religion, dharma. So today it's, it's a fashion that anyone comes up with anything, their own version of spirituality and religion. But that is uh, rejected by the Bhagavatam. That is strongly rejected. And here it is said that there is 12 authorities in <coughs> devotional service and they are listed over here. These are the Mahajans. So in any field we have authorities, right? whether you're working in IT or banking or architecture, whatever, there are authorities and people look up to them. If you want the Gyan or the Vigyan, you go to them. They give you their years of experience, condensed knowledge. Similarly, um, the principles of devotional service are, these are the authorities for the principles of devotional service of Bhakti Yoga. They, they know these principles. And these principles are very confidential. As Prabhupada says, Sarva Guyatamam Guyad Guyataram. Do you know which verses in Bhagavad Gita uh, these refer to? 18. Yes, chapter 18. Text number 63 and 64. So there, uh, and even in the ninth chapter, Krishna says that this knowledge is very confidential and I am speaking it to you, Arjun, because you are my very dear friend. 
so this is you know guya guya means confidential so this is the most confidential knowledge so knowledge of um devotional service or prema bhakti is is the most confidential knowledge in all of the scriptures so confidential knowledge means to understand that we are not the body and we are the soul even this knowledge is lacking all over the world even the basic no one knows everyone people think i'm this body i'm the mind and i need to satisfy my body and mind in various ways so whether i jump off the cliff you know do bungee jumping or sing make music or you know write poetry or go to the pub or take care of the family in the, in these ways people are just trying to satisfy their body and mind um have recognition have a challenge in this way there is there's no knowledge of the higher self which is the spirit soul and this is the elementary knowledge and this is considered to be confidential so today's modern society is so much lacking uh, there's so many big big universities faculty of science this faculty that faculty but there's no faculty for understanding the spirit soul and they're spending billions of dollars this melbourne uni rmit this mit there's so many ivy league colleges there's iit in india iim but they don't know this basic knowledge and they're spending crores and billions of rupees and dollars it's all a waste until they understand this then higher than that is to um is to is to know that there is brahman right and there is parmatma so this is more confidential knowledge so there are some schools out there um uh, this spirituality and they did talk about brahman realization and that is more confidential and krishna also talks about that in the 18th chapter brahma bhuta prasannatma na sochati na kamshati sama sarveshu bhuteshu mat bhaktim labate param <coughs> So Krishna talks about Brahma Bhuta as the you know more confidential realization and as Paramatma realization and but higher than all of that is Krishna talks about manmana manmana bhava mat bhakto madhyaji mam namaskuru manmana always think of me manmana um, what is it and it said manmana um I forgot <laughs> manmana bhava mat bhakto become my devotee madhyaji worship me and mam namaskuru offer your homage or obeisances unto me so this is the most confidential knowledge um this is the sar of all the vedas so the all the rituals that are there in the vedas the worship of the demigods there's um talk about charity right all this culminates in um uh, surrender to krishna and what does surrender mean this is what surrender means to always think of krishna so we have a mind 
the, the nature of the mind is to think, feel and will. That's that's they're doing all day, right? In a mind we are thinking about something, then we th- if we think sufficiently you start to feel it. Um, and then you want it. <laughs> and uh, the marketing and advertising department, they understand this principle very well. And, and they take it to their advantage, right? That's what, that's all marketing is about. Thinking, feeling and willing is to convert people, convert, you know, your leads into, it's about the conversions. So, so bhakti means the same thing, is to manmana, is to think about Krishna. And is to become his devotee. So we have to think, um, we have to change our object of thinking to Krishna. So, not once a day, but all the time, 24 hours a day, Prabhupada says. So he says, Savai Pamsam Parodharmo Yato Bhakti So, this Krishna consciousness of Bhakti is performed um, constantly and without any motivation. That is, that is pure devotional service. So it has to be done uh, constantly, all the time. So the, the gopis and the advanced devotees, pure devotees are always thinking of Krishna. So how can we always think of Krishna? Prabhupada talks in the purport. We can always think of Krishna uh, if we have a service. It's, it's, it's simple. It's very practical. So if we have devotional service, then that helps you to think of Krishna. Because that service is in relation to Krishna. So just like you're at work, you are supposed to think about work <laughs> when you're at work. Right? They expect samadhi out of you. So when you're here, eight hours, just work. Nothing else, no Facebook, no Instagram, no Bhagavatam reading, <laughs> just work. So, in the same way, um, you have to think about Krishna's service. So, if we have a service, then it becomes easy to think of Krishna. Like at work, if you are working, you are naturally thinking about work. Right? If you are given a, a job to do, a task to do, you have to think how to do it properly and how not to get distracted and how to increase your performance so that is that is samadhi right so in the same way if we if we have a service um, a service which is challenging so if you that's why we have to take responsibility in Lord Chaitanya's movement so if we take some responsibility um, as much as much responsibility as you can take, then you can becomes easier to think of Krishna. So the more challenging the service, the easier to think about Krishna 24 by 7. So Prabhupada gave this example. This is a preaching movement. Um, Prabhupada gave the example of the Indian railways. So, what's the function of a railway? What's the job of a railway? To take you from A to B, or to take the goods from A to B. 
So whoever's involved in the railway, that's their job. Whether you're a clerk in the railway, or you're driving the train, or you're the you know, chaiwala in the, in the train, or you're the cleaner. Um, so everyone's job is to, or the ticket checker, is to take you from A to B. So similarly, this is Lord Chaitanya's movement, is to, is to share Krishna consciousness with the whole world. And uh, so whether you are involved in deity worship, or you are involved in making garlands, in kirtan, um, writing, you know, translating books, there's so many services, there's a million services, or, or you know, preaching. So ultimately it's all related to um, spreading Krishna consciousness. So if you are plugged in in any way, then you are on the right track. So if we have a service in Lord Chaitanya's Sankirtan movement, uh, then it's easy to think of Manmana, it's easy, easier, easy to think of Krishna all the time. So the more the challenge in the service, the easier it is to think of Krishna all the time. It's like if you are running a business and you've never done it before. Right? It's very challenging and it's like all the time you're thinking, how do I do this, how do I you know, contact the suppliers, where's my mal <laughs> how do I sell it, I have to make a website. So that is 24 by 7 thinking. So the same as if you have any service like that, you're thinking about Krishna. <clears throat> so even if you are doing a job or business, then at work we have to think about work, we can't think about Krishna. But then how do we use the results of that? So if you are using the results of that in, in assisting the spreading of Lord Chaitanya Sankirtan movement, then that also becomes thinking of Krishna. Though those eight hours you are not thinking directly, but though you are connecting that to Krishna's service, then that automatically becomes thinking of Krishna, as long as that connection is there. If that connection is not there, then, then um, it's, it's a waste of time, basically. So, um, in the Srimad Bhagavatam, in the first canto, 1.2.8, I think. They said, Dharma Svanushtita Pumsam, Dharma Svanushtita Pumsam, Vishvaksena Kathasuyaha, Nodpadayad Yadiratim, Shrama Evahike Valam. So it said that the occupational activities the man performs according to his own position are only so much useless labor if they do not provoke attraction for the message of the personality of Godhead. So we all are engaged in occupational activities. Um, we hope you are engaged according to your nature. And so that is activity. So if that doesn't provoke attraction to Krishna's message, then it's just, what's the use? Right? And then in the next verse, so all occupational engagements are certainly meant for ultimate liberation. They, they should never be performed for material gain. And one who is engaged in the ultimate occupational service 
should never use material gain to cultivate sense gratification. So, here uh, Sutta Goswami is talking about, um, as Devamrit Maharaj was mentioning last time, in last week in his class, spiritual economics. We go to work to give. And that's what these two verses are, are talking about. So if work is not connected to Krishna, uh, if it's not leading to um, furtherment of our devotional service, th- then it is taking us away from it. And then it, it, is, it is so much useless labor. Then better change it and do something else which will make it easier to think of Krishna. And here also, uh, this verse talks about um, this verse talks about devotional service or surrender, right? So here the um, the the twelve Mahajans they know the principles of religion, and these religious principles are very confidential. So what is that religious principle? That is, as Prabhupada mentioned in the purport, it is sarva dharma paritejya vamekam sharanam praja or what we were talking about, manmana bhava manakto. So Krishna says, give up all varieties of religion and just surrender unto me. So that is Krishna's most confidential instruction to Arjuna. So though Bhagavad Gita is everywhere, not everyone knows this. So this is very, very confidential. We distribute millions of copies. Still people don't know this, though it's sitting in their home. Uh, if they read it, they could know about it, but they have to read it. So the average Joe doesn't know about this. Uh, even the demigods don't know about this. This can only be known if you, if you hear from a devotee who is coming in the parampara. So the reason we can know about this is because Prabhupada has made it easy for us. If, if you pick up the Vedas, uh, you will be totally bewildered. So I, when I was coming to Krishna Consciousness, um, I started becoming inquisitive and I was questioning everything. I came to that point in my life, started questioning everything. So I thought because I'm from India, I'll read the Vedas to, to try to know the, what it's all about. So on the internet, I started reading I can't remember, some Veda or whatever. And uh, as I was reading it, I became totally confused. <laughs> and I thought it's all about doing um, yagyas. And then somewhere else I read, uh, as a reading, it talks about doing um, demigod worship. So I thought it's all about that. Then so- someone else is talking about worship of Lord Shiva. So I was uh, totally confused. So when one approaches the Vedas, because the Vedas are so vast, it's, uh, this knowledge is very confidential. It's described in the Srimad Bhagavatam very elaborately. Um, generally in the Vedas it is described very, very concisely. Most of the Vedas is about, um, is about fruitive activities. Veda, Vada, Ratha, Bhartha, right? It's said, most men are attracted by the yagya. Why do people do yagya? Call the Panditji. 
What are the famous pujas? Satyanarayan and others. That's a big one here, isn't it? So it's about blessings. Please come, Panditji. Purify the home. Give us blessings. So we can become materially prosperous. prosperous. Artha. With Artha, we'll have Kama. No money, no honey. <laughs> so Indian people are intelligent. They at least know you have to approach the demigods for, for wealth, um, for prosperity. In the West, people don't even know that. It's just do your job, by your own effort you'll get it. So at least people in India know that. But that's not the purpose of it. So it's, this is very, very confidential. If one reads the Vedas, one will be uh, misguided. So the essence of the Vedas is Vedanta Sutra. So Vedanta Sutra is the cream of the Vedas. It's said right in the beginning of the Bhagavatam. That's Vedanta Sutra. Vedanta Sutra was compiled by Vyasadeva as the cream. And the cream of the cream is Srimad Bhagavatam. This is the ultimate. So the Mayavadis, they, uh, they can't refute the Bhagavad, they can't uh, refute the personality of God. They can't hide him because it's so directly mentioned in the Bhagavatam. Therefore they go for the Shankaracharya, he went for the Vedanta Sutra. And in the Srimad Bhagavatam, the personality of Godhead is directly described. So Srimad Bhagavatam is there and it's very... Uh, even, even this literature has to be approached through a devotee. Even if you pick up the Srimad Bhagavatam, I'm talking the one which doesn't have a Prabhupada commentary, you'll be misguided. So Prabhupada has made it very, very easy for us. It, that's Prabhupada's expertise. Um, he has presented something very di- difficult in a very easily understandable way. That is the expertise of a good teacher. You know, sometimes you go to you go to a class on any subject matter, and 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 the teacher goes on in such a complicated way, and you come out with you don't understand anything. So, a good teacher is someone who can explain in a very simple way to all all levels of the audience. So that's what Shila Prabhupada's books are. Everyone can get something out of it, from the most advanced transcendentalist to the neophyte. Someone can get something out of it. So this is there. This confidential knowledge is easily accessible through the mercy of Srila Prabhupada. Without Srila Prabhupada's mercy, uh, we'll be totally lost and confused. 100%. So Prabhupada has made this uh, easily accessible for the common Joe. So much so that Prabhupada even stressed to distribute Krishna book on the streets, though it is very confidential knowledge. It is intimate teaching, uh, this is intimate affairs of the Lord, right? His pastimes. But he has explained in such a way that the common Joe can pick it up and understand it. So, so, uh, so what is that surrender then? Um, this knowledge is confidential. So what is that confidential knowledge? It is Sarva Dharma Paritejya. 
So this, the, 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 the 18th chapter of Bhagavad Gita, this verse, talks about uh, surrender. So there are six principles to surrender. Anukulyasya Sankalpa, Pratikulyasya Varjana. So Anukulyasya means to accept things which are favorable to one's Krishna consciousness. And Pratikulyasya means to reject things which are unfavorable. So we spoke about that. Uh, so gave an example of work. <clears throat> and Pratikulyasya Varjana. That Krishna is my protector. One should be confident in all circumstances. Krishna will protect him from all difficulties. So basically surrender means to have faith. Faith and trust in Krishna. That's, that's what surrender means. To have that. That I'll be taken care of by Krishna if I surrender to him. But we are, we are surrendering to ourselves. Uh, and in fact, we want others to surrender to us. <laughs> That's why we are in the material world. And I was watching this uh, on Netflix, this documentary, The Billionaires of India. So, one of them was Vijay Malaya, the king of good times. <laughs> the kingfisher guy. Right, the king of good times. And there was another one. Um, Nirav Modi, and then the third one was Sahara. So, given the opportunity, anyone will like to be the master. <laughs> given the opportunity, these these people had the opportunity. So, the Sahara guy constructed a whole city where it was about was in, I think it was in uh, where was he living? In Gujarat or Pune, Maharashtra, yeah. So with all three of them, I was noticing it was about um, becoming very famous. It wasn't so much, yeah, it was about wealth, but it was more about um, being very famous and everyone recognizes them and being the biggest and the best in the country. So everyone uh, wants others to surrender to them. That's why we are in the material world. And one gets gratification when others are serving them. So these three of them had, um, you know, so many servants and having a good time, trying to imitate God, especially the king of good times. <laughs> Throwing these lavish parties, calling everyone, everyone's glorifying him, right? Er Madh become my devotee, surrender to me. So that's what we are doing. Um, so, but everyone does it so someone can, everyone can get something out of it for themselves. So we surrender to somebody so we can get something out from them. Otherwise, we don't surrender. So we go to work, we surrender to our clients so we can get something from them and they can get something from us. That, that's, that's the nature of this world. And, and in a disease condition, we are, we are thinking we'll protect ourselves. That uh, we can protect ourselves by our portfolio, by our um, bank balance, and by our family and relatives. 
In this way, we can look after ourselves. We don't need anyone else. We have this social standing, money, um, a good house, right? Secure investments, it's all set. So, in this way, we can protect ourselves. And in the, in the material world, everyone is proud. So here, surrender means, um, it is said, Shad Vidha Shranagati. Atma Nikshepa Karpanya. That one has to be humble. So spiritual life is the opposite of material life. In the material world, everyone is proud. So recently, I, like other day, I went to get my harmonium fixed. One guy took my harmonium to him. And um, he himself said, I'm the best guy who can fix, in all of Australia, I'm the best. Who can, there's no one better than me who can fix harmoniums and who knows about music. I was thinking to myself, wow, this guy is <laughs> really proud. <laughs> so that's our nature in the material world. Everyone is proud of, of, of what they do, of themselves, uh, of their abilities. But in spiritual life, it's the opposite. Is one has to be humble. Uh, humility is, is, is the jewel of a devotee. And is to have trust in Krishna, that Krishna will look after me if I surrender. So in the material world, we are surrendering to our mind and senses and to other people. But what's the result? Um, we might get what we want, but then we are not satisfied and, and most of the time we don't get what we want. And, and all, all of that end up being frustrated and accumulate all kinds of reactions on the way sinful reactions. Because acting in this world means to um, accumulate reactions, good or bad. So Krishna says, you surrender unto me, you give up all other religious principles, and, and then I will take care of you. So that is Krishna's assurance to us. So it's a matter of faith. Krishna, Krishna consciousness is faith. It's the degree of faith we have, to that degree we will um, surrender and let go of our so-called securities. So we can see that extreme uh, surrender in Srila Prabhupada. And, and that surrender is practical, it's not theoretical. So Prabhupada came here uh, to the West. He came with nothing at the age of um, in his late 60s. At that age, people are looking to settle down. Right? Even so many devotees are looking to settle down, right? That's, that's quite natural, nothing wrong with it. So, Prabhupada, he, he left everything when with um, 40 rupees he came to America. That is taking full confidence in Krishna's protection. And he came with just a trunk of Bhagavatam. That was his product, <laughs> the Srimad Bhagavatam, first canto, not even the entire Srimad Bhagavatam, just 1.1 and 1.2, I think, or 1.3. That's all he came with, and strong faith in the orders of his guru. So that, that, is, that is surrender. And then he was successful. So in this way we can understand and, and we get this knowledge from the Sampradayas, it's mentioned here.
This knowledge comes from the parampara system. One cannot get this knowledge oneself. I was seeing an ad on Insta yesterday. Uh, there was this one guy proclaiming to be a guru, and he gave his his gave his siddhanta. He was talking about he's talking about the weather. I think he took it out of the Bhagavad Gita, two thirty. <laughs> Part of it, anyway. And he was standing in the snow. It was snowing, and he said, um, "You know, sometimes the mind is depressed, but the nature of the mind is is just like the weather. Like right now, I was giving the example of it's it's gloomy and it's snowing, but then the sun will come out. It's all temporary. So similarly, the nature of the mind is to is to be happy and sad, and because of these tough moments, we should um, it will make us cherish the good moments." And it's all about being in the moment. So that was what he was saying. It's all about being in the moment. And that's, that's basically animal life. Animals are also being in the moment. So people, people come up with their own concoction. There's, there's so many gurus, a million gurus. They all come up with their own concoction. They take a bit from here, they take a bit from there, a little bit from here, a little bit from there, and then they combine it and give their own meaning and throw it out. And, and foolish people fall for it. Because in what they're saying, there's no question of controlling the mind and senses. The moment you talk about uh, some restraint, people run away. <laughs> That's why in Krishna consciousness, we don't get that many people. Because you're talking about um, a complete change in your life. And especially in the West, um, it's, it's all about sense gratification. Like where I live in Collingwood, in Johnson Street, till 2 a.m. at night I could hear people <laughs> laughing and drinking. Um, it's all about uh, material enjoyment. And to preach to them is very, very difficult because um, they're hell-bent on enjoying. It's, it's extremely difficult to, to, preach to, to preach to them. Um, and if they come to you, they're expecting some relief and, and they want you to gratify their senses. And the moment you talk about God and, and especially restraining your senses and mind, then everyone runs away. And that's like because people don't understand what the goal of spirituality is. If, if they understand the goal, uh, then they'll see things in perspective. It's like when you're talking to a tennis player like Djokovic, if you look at their lifestyle, they're not just playing on the court uh, in the grandstand, but behind they practice three, four hours a day, they wake up a certain time of the day, they, they're on a very strict diet, you know, they, they eat, it's everything is measured, and they, they sleep at a certain time, and that's, that's their sadhana. So, if, if we just look at that without understanding that they are aiming for the Grand Slam, it seems pointless. So, when people look at us, they say, oh, okay, Krishna consciousness, there's so many rules and regulations. But they don't understand 
the purpose of the rules. If you understand the purpose of the rules, it all makes sense. You know, the waking up early, eating prasadam, the not associating with devotees, uh, non-devotees, sorry, reading scripture all the time, uh, as much as you can, sorry. Then all of this makes sense. It's not fanatical. But if you take out the, the end goal, which is to develop love for Krishna, then people think you're fanatic and orthodox. <laughs> so if you look at Djokovic's lifestyle without him aiming for the Grand Slam, it's all pointless. You know, if you, if you see he's, he's just doing this, if you don't understand he's playing tennis and he's aiming for the, the big stuff, it's all pointless. So in the same way, this knowledge, it comes from, it comes from parampara. So we have to accept it in the parampara and that's when you can understand it. Otherwise, you cannot understand this knowledge. So we understand this because it's coming from Prabhupada and Prabhupada is coming in the, in the parampara from Lord Brahma, the Brahma Sampradaya, Brahma, Madhva, Gaudiya Sampradaya. So there's various Acharyas. Um, you know, there's Ramanujacharya. So Ramanujacharya taught about, he detected the distinction between God and the living entity. So before that was Shankaracharya. And before that, in the recent times, uh, there was uh, Lord Buddha. So Lord Buddha, he rejected the Vedas. That was the time of the need. And Shankaracharya, he said, um, you are one with God, monism. So he brought people a step closer to the Vedas. He said, okay, there's, you, are, you, are, you are one with God. And Lord Buddha said, no, um, you are spirit soul, but you, at the end you become void. I reject the Vedas. And then Ramanuja, he detected the difference between the Jiva and God. And Madhvacharya, he emphasized the distinction between the Jiva and God duality. And then after that came Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu taught achintya bheda abheda tattva. Simultaneous oneness and difference. And that's what we, we are, Prabhupada is giving to us. Simultaneous oneness and difference. Me, meaning that we are one with God but at the same time we are uh, separate from Him. We are one with God in terms of energy but at the same time we are a servant. And so Prabhupada has, in our parampara, we, in Kali Yuga, we get the highest. Um, and what is the highest? Highest means to follow in the footsteps of the residents of Vrindavan. Particularly, uh, the highest is the love of the gopis for Krishna. That, that's what we are aiming for. And that's what is given in Prabhupada's books. Whether you pick up the Bhagavad Gita or Bhagavatam, in every purport, it talks about that. So the beauty of Prabhupada's books is um, you can read any purport, he brings you to this conclusion. <laughs> so, you then, so you don't get lost. Um, and that is, that is the miracle of Srila Prabhupada. And, that's, and our, our duty as, as Prabhupada's servant is to, is to share that with the whole world to our best of our capacity. And, and then our life will be successful and in that way we can um, 
in that way we can surrender to Krishna and always think of Krishna. So we'll leave it here. Any, any questions or comments? Thank you everyone. Grantraj and Bhagavatam Kita, Bhagavad Kita.